and very possibly has weapons of mass destruction. Conductor, conductor, conductor. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor. What's going on? And welcome back to the What Do You Want to Talk About podcast. I'm your host, Ryan George. This is episode four. Happy to be here with you and thanks for joining me. What a great weekend we've got. Today's Saturday, January 23rd. We've got one of my favorite type of weekends. Big time, big time fight tonight. Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. If you didn't know, I'm a huge MMA fan. Love it. Been been a fan since I was probably 18. And it's uh, been a huge part of my life. It's one of the best things in the world. Just two people fighting over nothing to see who's better. And just doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get more honest than that, you know. You go in there, handle business, you prepare, handle business. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And then Sunday, we've got Chiefs in the AFC Championship against the Buffalo Bills, which, again, a beautiful thing. I think the Chiefs will win pretty handily. Uh, a lot of, a lot of you know, the, the sports shows, they got to make it seem like, oh, but the Chiefs could lose. They're not. It'll be fine. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to go to the Super Bowl, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. It'll be, it'll be just fine. But uh, other than that, other than those two great things going on, oh, and I've got, I could be wrong, we'll, we'll touch back on this, I've got Dustin Poirier beating Conor McGregor, and it ties into kind of what I'm planning on talking about today later on, but, um, you know, it's tough to take three years, four years away from a sport to go focus on other things and then come back and compete at the highest level, or or anything not just a sport, but just anything in life. You just to go and I'm going to go over here and focus on this. And then I'm going to come back and expect to compete with, you know, one of the top five people in the world. Like that's asking a lot of yourself. If Connor does it more power to him and congratulations. He's, he's good. I'm not a fan. I think he's a dick and I'm a dick, but he just he just annoys me. Um, so yeah, hopefully he loses and, I'm right, but I'm actually wrong quite often when it comes to to my fight picks. But anyway, um, my sister closed on her house. Divorce is still going down. I don't think there's any turning back now because once you buy a house, you know, and and you move in and your husband's in his house, I mean, you really look like an idiot if you go back. So I don't think she's going back. I think she's standing her ground. And somehow, somehow, I need to look into this and maybe, you know, take on some of this stuff. Because she had friends there, like, doing all of the work for her. Unbelievable. The last time I moved, it was a nightmare. It was me, my mom, and my wife. And my son was a baby. My daughter was 10. And it was... One of the worst days in my entire life. 
We won't go into details, but it sucked. And she has this army of people over there just like doing stuff for her. I don't it's crazy. I don't know what what she did. There yeah, it's wild. But uh yeah, I really need to maybe ask her for her advice on that and see see what I can do, see if I can borrow those people at all or they all also work for her. She's their boss, so maybe that's it. Maybe she's like they're trying to, you know, each one's trying to kind of move their way up the ladder by kissing her ass. Who knows? But uh yeah, good for her and and that was on my wife's birthday, my wife Jade, her birthday uh the 19th was Tuesday. Yeah, <sighs> one time one time years and years ago. It's kind of, it's kind of funny and kind of not. I thought I thought the day was like the 18th and that her birthday was tomorrow. So I wake up and I'm like Perfect. I got time. I'm going to go get her stuff today. You know, hit her, hit her with it on her birthday and everything's going to be a good day. Well, it was actually the 19th and it was her birthday that day. So, <laughs> so yeah, like midday through the day, something how came out and she was not happy and I looked like an idiot. So, it's not that I forgot her birthday. I just mixed up the days, really. That's what it was. It wasn't it wasn't a real good time uh for a few days, but I think I've tried to make up for it over the years. I'm not a big birthday person, never have been, never been big on holidays or birthdays. They're just a pain in the butt. Um, you know, for me the perfect birthday growing up was, hey, let's go to uh Applebee's. I want to get my chicken chicken fingers and fries, some honey mustard, and then bring come out singing. I need your little band to come out singing and uh hit me with that brownie ice cream thing. The 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 hot brownie with the hot fudge and the ice cream, hit me with that and uh that's it. That's all I need. That's all I needed. I didn't I don't need much. I just want a song and a free brownie ice cream. And that's it. But, um, you know, you see a lot of this like, oh, it's my birthday month or whatever. And, oh, it's my birthday week. It's like, bitch, you're 37 years old. You don't need that shit. But anyway, yeah, my wife turned 35, 35. And, gosh, she had it. She It was like a damn near birthday week for her this year. Dinner on Saturday, something on this day, and then we we did the presents. Me and my son got her, her pre, he you know he wanted to get her a necklace and a, a necklace and a card. So we we went and picked out her a, a beautiful golden heart diamond necklace from Target for fifteen ninety nine, and a nice card. And they play they play Mario all the time on the on the Nintendo. So found some Mario socks. He, we found her some flowers and some ice cream and had her, had a beautiful evening. And then the next night on her actual birth, cause he couldn't wait. He, he just had to give her all that stuff right away. So on the next night we, we enjoyed some Chipotle and, and just had a, a beautiful evening. And then her present that I got her this full body. See, my wife does this thing where she covers the whole bed in pillows. 
I'm not sure what they're for. If you ask her, she doesn't ever give a definitive answer. She like surrounds herself on both sides with just so many pillows. It's ridiculous. I mean, I've contemplated getting bunk beds because I I'm six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds, and I get the smallest sliver of the whole bed. And then by the time my son crawls in there about four in the morning, I have nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing to nobody anymore. And there's nothing but pillows and and uh, just a mess. And then what's the funniest thing about these pillows is she, you know, everything's fine when you first go to sleep. You wake up, I got pillows on my face, pillows on top of me, pillows on the floor. It's like you don't even use these freaking pillows. This army of pillows that you've brought into this bed I mean, it's just unbelievable. So I got her this U-shaped, full-body um, pillow deal, and I think it's really gonna—it's really gonna save things in our life. I mean, it's gonna save me a lot. It's gonna get me a lot more sleep. Uh, it's gonna save her from hearing about me bitching about all of her pillows. It's just—it's a—it was a good gift for her and me. Um, because I think that the whole point of like buying your spouse a birthday present is that it benefits you one way or another, you know, save it. If I'm wrong, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. So, but I mean, let's be honest. What's the point if it doesn't help you out a little, you know, I mean, isn't that why we do it anyway, but yeah, her birthday is over now and I can go back to complaining about everything and I can, like, what in the heck? So many pillow. Everything, everything with her is so many pillows, so many things of shampoo and conditioner, so much makeup. I mean, why? You guys have women have one face, one head of hair, one body. How many pillows? How much freaking powders do you need? Whatever that shit is. How much do you need to go on on you? Like, you have a freaking collection of hairspray for anything. You're ready for anything. It's like how? Meanwhile, meanwhile, us men, we get one jug of of damn suave ten in one ten in one. Um, Soap, we can wash dishes, wash our car, uh, wash our ass, wash our hair, wash our, you know, all of these things. But women need literally like seven kinds of shampoo just to take a shower. Unbelievable. So I'm really glad that the birthday's over and we're back to bitching. So things can go back to normal a little bit. Um, but in all seriousness, she's great. She's a nice person. She doesn't make a big deal out of birthdays either. I just like to give her a hard time and tease her, which I'm sure she gets sick of. But, um, you know, it's about the only thing I've been consistent with is making fun of her about everything. Anyway, I yesterday, I, I, I was going to put uh, record the episode yesterday, and I just, I watched something, and it just kind of, changed my thought process on what I wanted to talk about. Yesterday I watched um, a podcast on YouTube 
it's probably my favorite podcast, but it's the Theo Vaughn podcast, and he had a young man on there. He's 22 years old. His name's Chris Nickich, and he is the only, first and only uh, person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman race, which is, I may be off on, on some of this, but I believe it's a two-mile open water swim, a 50-mile bike ride, and then a marathon, 26-mile run, you know, all back to back to back. And I'm like, holy moly, you know, you just you kind of, I'm like, that makes me feel like so lazy. You know, I start actually like thinking about all the excuses I've given for not exercising um, and all these things. And I'm like, man, this kid, it said, he said it took him six years just to learn how to ride a bike uh, because I, I guess with Down syndrome, things like balance and like just normal motor skills don't come very natural. So he has to work like a million times harder at it to, to master those things, to get these things down. Things that, you know, someone like me takes for granted, you know, um, the, the discipline that would take and just like the courage and bravery of like falling every day for six years to get it down. I mean, he said thousands and thousands of trips around his, his, um, neighborhood around his, his block to get that, to get it down. And then to get it to the point where you're like competing in a unbelievable race that very, very, very few people have the guts to even attempt. And tons of people don't even finish it when they do attempt it. I mean, just inspirational stuff, but he's, he said it's his whole goal is to just be 1% better every day, which, you know, I've heard that. But then to hear a certain person say that and how pure it was, it just really made me think and made me made me feel I felt something. You know, I'm not sure. It just it's like, wow, I'm just selling myself short on so many things. Um I've really tried to become more consistent, you know, this past, this year is like, that's a big thing for me. I've, I've always been the person that I'll, I'll say like, oh, I want to do this. I want to, I want to achieve something. And so I will just sprint at it and focus and take the action and do all these things. But I'm going like balls to the wall, 150 miles an hour. And then I, I get there and it's, then I stop because I didn't ever develop the habit of just daily 1% better every day, growing a little bit each day. I'm not, I'm definitely terrible when it comes to things like, like structure and habits and routine. And, and I, don't, I don't know that I ever want to be really great about having a routine. It's not something that, that excites me or makes me like feel good. I think it, I just read a quote about it that says, uh, I don't know what it says, but anyway, oh yeah, it's consistency is the last refuge of the unimaginative. And I think that's true. Um, my stepdad's like super anal OCD and probably the least creative person ever. I am like exact opposite. My son's the exact opposite. We don't, we don't care for routines and I feel like I thrive in chaos and discomfort and things like that. 
um, where, you know, he would freak out when things are out of place and just be totally out of his element if too many people are, you know, not doing things the, the proper way and this and that. So it's like, where is the fine line um, in, in growing that 1% every day without becoming like some psychopath that that has to have everything, you know, like, like boot camp? Um, I think it is just the little, the little things like showing up for me, like showing up to yoga every morning on time, ready to go, do it, um, eating a healthy breakfast, eating a healthy, I don't, I hate meal prepping. I won't do it. Um, I know that's people, whatever they want to say, but I don't like it. I'll buy the food ahead of time, but I, I'm not going to sit there and cook 57 fucking chicken breasts on a Sunday. That's, I don't, and then by Friday, I'm like gnawing on dry ass chicken jerky. Like I look like a cow eating. So, you know, I got I have to do things my way, but I, I do think it's possible to show up every day and come into the office ready to go and, and hop on the phone and make the calls I need to make. Um, in the past I've got, I'd like sprint in my business where it's like, I'd hustle, 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 get deals going, make, make some money. And then, you know, take the foot off the gas and relax and lose that sense of urgency. We'd slow down our marketing and just kind of, you know, do whatever, go on a trip. Well, I think it is possible to do the little things, slow it down. Don't sprint and just do those little things. I mean, we're taught from a uh, early age that slow and steady wins the race. We're taught that at an early age, but somehow it's lost just like everything else we learn when we're kids, but it's lost that if we just eat right, show up every day, get your little exercise in, doesn't have to be nothing crazy. You just get your little exercise in, slow and steady, nice and easy. Go about your business, do your work, handle it, do the things, you're, the fundamental things in your business that's going to make it grow. You know, maybe do a couple things in there that are going to make you grow, get discomfort and, and try new things. But then the rest, you know, you can goof off and mess around and, and enjoy and I, I've always just lost sight, sight of it because it just doesn't excite me to do the little things. I'm trying to figure out how um, I can turn that into something that I am excited about and I love doing to just, you know, make sure that I can stay the course and build something way more successful than I have because it's just – it's impossible to – to have any longevity in anything if all you're going to do is just like sprint and then take the take the foot off the brake for a month, you know, sprint or take the foot off the gas. So, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now after watching that. It it just like made me think all day yesterday about how how impressive that kid is and just, you know, he's he says what kept him going was just looking at his goal board and looking at his dreams and you know, he just wanted to do it. And just um, for him, it was just being included and feeling like he belonged and also proving to him and himself that or him and everybody else that he could do something like that, which I mean, that's a terrifying thing to take on, you know, and it also makes me realize that 
a lot of times my goals are too small. You know, it's like, gosh, somewhere I need that long-term, you got to have that long-term Ironman type goal. Like where, what it, what did you say? Like whatever your Ironman is, is what you got to work for every day. Find your Ironman. It doesn't mean the actual race, but find your Ironman and work on it every day until you're able to complete the race and then have your next thing, have your next Ironman lined up, you know, whatever that may be, whatever that next big goal is, but take action on it daily. A new goal I've set for myself. And actually I said it before this is just one mile every day in the morning, just nothing crazy. I just want to jog one mile every day. There's some dude in Kansas city that's run one mile every day for like the last seven or eight years. And if you think about it, like, that's pretty simple. You know, a slow ass mile is 15 minutes. We all have 15 minutes. I have way more than 15 minutes, but if I, I mean, I could just trot a 15 minute mile and get, get it out of the way, you know, and I'd feel better. It'd be a consistent thing every day. So that's a, a thing I'm, I'm trying to, or I'm going to, uh, put into my day is just one mile every day. Uh, after yoga, I'm just going to walk out there, put my shoes on and run one mile. Um, so, you know, I, if that's something, hopefully that helps somebody. Uh, I've always been the person that's like, okay, I'm going to run five miles or, or whatever. And I end up never running it or I'll want to run it once. And then like, I'm sore and this and that, but I don't need to run five miles. If, I mean, when in life am I really going to need to run five miles anyway? Like if I have to run five miles because somebody's chasing me, I'm, I'm fucked. So I figure if I can just run one mile, that's enough. It'd be cool. There's no real need to run anymore. And then, you know, Hey, if I get like the itch to run a marathon or something and train it up, whatever, but I, I think I should always just fall back on that one mile a day, you know, that one mile a day consistency pattern there and, and use that as like a foundation for the rest of my day. And for the rest of the things to, you know, to then go into coming into the office, making the right calls, doing the right things, um, building a team that can then make the right calls, do the right things, you know, see the example, because it's real easy to say the things and and have the ideas, but when you can't lead by example and do those things yourself, I mean, nobody's going to follow you. I've made that mistake in the past, and it just doesn't really go well for anybody. You're setting you're setting others up to fail with you. But yeah, that's that's what you know was heavy on me yesterday. This was a it's been a great week. I mean, at the end of last week. I was dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, but somehow, you know, when you, when you keep showing up to the heavy stuff, there's, there's a light on the other side of it. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in after pain comes success. As long as you're willing to like push through that pain and really look at it, really feel it, really address it. And I think for, for my life and what's been going on, that is definitely a hundred percent true. Um, You'll see things for what they are and push through it and something greater comes out of it. Even if that is just a stronger you, which I mean, that's an empowering, amazing feeling is to just feel like you can go through anything, go through any fire and come out the other side. You may be burnt up a little bit and, and you know, need to heal up, but it doesn't mean you got to stop 
doesn't mean you got to like cry about your wounds and lick your wounds. It's okay to cry. Like, like I said previously, I'm a crier. I like it. Feels good. Get it all out. Um, but you gotta, you gotta go be willing to go through those fires, you know, control them, kind of analyze it, look at it and then put that son of a bitch out. So hope everybody had a great week. Hope you've been, oh, the weather has just been incredible. Beautiful in Kansas City. I don't know where you're at, but in, oh man, we had like 57 degrees, just gorgeous, letting the sunshine come in through the windows and hit me here. It's just been great. So hopefully everybody's having a good week. Hopefully um, somebody else could use some consistency and, and maybe draw some inspiration from this. Uh, or you are the consistent person and you can help me become consistent or help somebody near you come become a little more consistent. Uh, you know, I don't want everything consistent because it's, I just don't see it as possible for me or want it to be, but I do know that some cons- more consistent habits are definitely something I could benefit from. So thank you for listening and, uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye.